Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Hey, Britt. How are you? I am doing well. How are you, Sam? I am doing well. My face is fully functioning now. So I'm <laughs> I'm good. My I had um, local anesthesia this morning, and so I I was a little bit worried if I would be on this podcast. <laughs> I think I called you about an hour and a half ago, and I was like, um, so the right side of my face is totally immobile, and I sound like I have a lisp, so worse than I actually already do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, you know, uh, wasn't good. Wasn't great. New year and, you know, got to get all the doctor's appointments in at the front end of things. So that was, I think both of our, one of our goals was to start taking better care of some of those small things where it's like I, we were talking offline about, I haven't had contacts in two years. I've just started only wearing my glasses when I'm driving at night. My eyes are definitely not good enough to be doing that. <laughs> So just living wild and free. The dentist was a first stop for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to go. And I I only wear glasses at night too. I need to go get that taken care of, um, getting a new prescription because I know what I'm wearing currently is outdated. So health definitely on the list. You know, we're, we're yeah. typical people, right? We make all of these goals for the new year. I know everybody does it. New Year's resolutions, goals. So all the things health related are definitely on my list. You know, I want to get facials more frequently so that way I take better care of my skin. I've got some fun little goals like that. What about you? Um, getting back into meditation. I've been pretty relaxed with that. And I think when everything's going well and you're not super stressed out, it's really easy to not meditate. I mean, you know, having traveled with me and known me for a long time, I, I'm a daily meditator typically. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself finding a lot of excuses to not do it. And then really just focusing back in on strength training. I've been sick I, more in the last seven months than I have been in probably the 12 years prior. And so mm -hmm just my carrier monkey child continues to bring diseases home to our house. And so I think we've literally caught everything. We just got over influenza A. We've had COVID twice. So I'm feeling great. Upper respiratory infections. It's like I, I think my immunity is probably like the best it's ever been now. Like I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, you want to cough on me? That's all right. I've already got it. So <laughs> antibodies on level 1000. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to be able to get into a really consistent routine and have been for a few weeks now. So how about you? Anything else that you're out of the typical, you know, we're going to be so fresh, you know, fresh teeth, fresh eyes, fresh muscles, anything else you're doing? <laughs> you know, when my husband and I bought our house, we initially were like, this is the five-year house and then we'll move on, right? The starter home. And we've fallen in love with our house. Um, we don't, we have plenty of space. We don't really have any reason to move. And so one of the things that we really want to do this year is just make improvements to our house. So financially goals that we've set, um, even tying it into the business is saving certain amounts to be able to do renovations on our house. So we're pretty excited about that. 
you know, you know, Robbie, my husband, he's in the tile business. So the first couple of things that I'm really rallying for is I want new floors and I want to redo the bathrooms. That's really my focus. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's bathrooms are really important. We're both bathroom people. And so I spend a significant amount of time in my bathroom in one way or another. That sounds really weird. Mostly taking baths, not to give anybody like a weird idea. Really spend a lot of time in the bathroom, but <laughs> hiding from my family. Yeah. <laughs> typical, when you have kids, things that adult women do. Yeah, hide from your family. So I definitely understand the importance of having something that's aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a perfect segue into the folks that we have joining us today because it is their job to make things aesthetically pleasing in homes and businesses. And so I am so excited to have the Gatsby Glass team here. We have brand president officially of one day, Kelly Hoven. Thank you so much for joining us. And then director of franchise development, Jacob Hanaga. Hi, thank you for having us on here today. Yes, it's our pleasure. Thank you. We are so excited to have you guys. Um, this is a brand under the horsepower umbrella that I've really fallen in love with. It's a unique concept and just excited to share more with our listeners. But before we dive into Gatsby, I love to share backgrounds of the guests that we have on. So Jacob, I'll start with you. Why don't you walk us through your background and tell us how you got started in franchising and, and got to Gatsby? Yes. So my background is not the usual, I guess, when you come into franchising, I have absolutely no experience in the franchising game. Like I'm very green. I thought franchising was fitness and food. When I first got into this and talked to Zach Butler and Josh Golnick, my background comes more from the executive side. So my prior titles are chief financial officer and chief executive officer from a major law firm that serviced all 50 states. So it's very unique when you think of it. So I come from the business development side. How can you scale? How can you grow? Being able to talk to other businesses, bring them on board. So it's really exciting that I got to get into a role where I'm not overarching business, but I'm helping other people grow their business and scale and bring them on board horsepower. So it really is kind of a almost a match made in heaven, especially when you look at the team that we have built out here. The team behind Horsepower and what you guys are building at Gatsby is so impressive. And working for a large firm like that, I'm sure you worked with, you know, countless business owners. And so they're lucky to have you and we appreciate you sharing your story. Uh, Kelly, I'll ask you the same. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Yes. How I, how I got into franchising, quite frankly, was I responded to a job ad to be a training person for a franchisor in the real estate publishing sector back in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And I had started my career in sales and, and loved the idea of training. And so I just responded to a, a one ad for sales trainer for franchising and started to facilitate training for brand new franchise owners and learning about the franchise business while also following my passion of helping people and just developed a, a, a career out of it in helping franchise owners as a franchise business consultant in the real estate marketing and advertising and publishing sector, left franchising, kept going in the sales endeavor, 
and then had an opportunity uh, to actually invest in my own franchise. We were approached by a franchisor in the home service space. And I jumped at the chance because I just loved franchising. I loved everything about it, the business in the box mentality and everything that you get instead of trying to start something from scratch. So I just jumped at the chance to get into the home service franchising space as a, as a business owner and did that for eight years and loved every, every bit of it. So again, back to just loving franchising and had an opportunity to, to basically uh, sell the franchise and get back into the business on the Zor side. And in the process of selling the franchise, I, I just went through what do I most love about my career and where did I feel like I was having the biggest impact? That was helping franchise owners. And that, that's really at the core of it. And I had an opportunity to work with another franchisor in the home service space and, and came across horsepower brands and just learned about them and about Josh and about Zach's story and said, I want to work with these people and what they do to help franchise owners with, with all of the systems and all of the structure. And that, that's, that's where I came to join Horsepower Brands about a year ago. So I've been in franchising for over 20 years. What a great ride, you know, for both of you. And so different the way that people come into franchising. It's, you know, and once you're in, it, it really is, and we say it almost every week, if you leave, you come back. It, it's just a great industry and people are so incredibly helpful. Now, we've said Gatsby Glass, Gatsby Glass. This is a, it's a sexy sounding name, right? When you think of Gatsby. So Jacob, would you walk us through what is Gatsby Glass and what drew you to represent this brand? What drew you away from big business law firm, CFO, to be in the glass guy? Tell us what it is. <laughs> so we are a premier interior glass concept. And exactly what you said, it is a, it's the sex appeal brand. It is every homeowner wants to have that sleek, modern look. Uh, we look at residential glass, commercial glass, and really break it into two different components on the residential side. So it's remodel and new construction. So no matter what you're doing in your home, regardless of how long you've been there, is it you know the first time home buyer? Is it the home buyer who's been there for 20 years and they're wanting to make an update? Your target customer is endless. So we always say it's a frameless shower is the fastest and largest growing segment in the glass industry. That's really where Zach and Josh built this around. Um, and I kind of, I speak to that because my wife and I actually went through a frameless shower remodel. And I, Britt, I heard you say your husband's a tile guy. That's actually who referred us to this founding location to get the job done. So it's kind of funny how it all kind of came full circle within the last two to three years. Uh, but when we look at the brand to be able to have not just the frameless showers and doors, but you look at glass partitions in a commercial space, um, the smart glass technology where it can go privacy or transparency. There's countertops, wine cellars. Um, it's really a continuous add-on of what you can do to your home or your office when you're expanding. I love that there is that B2B and B2C component. So, you know, I talk to my husband all day, every day about franchising. Sometimes I'm sure he's sick of me, um, but he works in the home building industry, right? He's selling tile to new home builders. And this is one that he, his ears perked up on. And he said, there is such an opportunity in this market, not only for people like us that our house was built in the nineties and we have the old school 
school showers, but also to target new home builders and then to go after commercial properties. The opportunity is just endless. And it's not something that you hear of, you know, 52 franchise concepts on already. So it's really exciting. And, you know, I would love to hear more from you, Kelly, on just why glass? Why the glass industry? Tell us more about, you know, market size, how you set yourself apart from a consumer standpoint. We'd love to just hear more about the industry as a whole. And Brittany, what you've just shared is uh, one of the many reasons why we decided to launch Gatsby Glass. And, and when you see, especially HGTV and all the trends in architecture right now, glass is hot. It is the hot the hot commodity in the industry. I mean, actually, the National Glass Association deemed 2022 to be the year of glass because of its sustainability and its eco-friendly and it's just the, the nature of it and how high-end and luxury and sexy it is within the industry, both on commercial as well as within the residential space. And I don't know about you, but I watch HGTV all the time. I see those smart homes. I see those dream homes. I see what the designers are doing. And they really, they, they feature glass quite a bit. And so it just, it made sense for us when you're talking about a $16 billion industry. And back to Brittany again, and talking with your husband about wanting to remodel your home, that's what people are doing. People are doing that. And, and the thing is like the DIYers, they still want to rely on somebody to do the glass component. They might do the tile themselves, but they need someone else to do the glass. So it made perfect sense for us when we were researching the industry and researching what we could do with this space to come to the table with a sexy, luxury, high-end solution for that discerning client in both the residential and the commercial space. I love all the research that Horsepower does into their brands. They really do a great job of looking at the market and really the segmentation, what's needed. And that's really the tip of the iceberg for what they represent. They have Horsepower Brands has a very, very good reputation in franchising for being franchisee focused and kind of getting around all the things that a lot of brands struggle with. So Jacob, the supported Horsepower we know is first in class. And anytime we have a brand on here, we talk about that. Tell us more about how you guys really are setting yourselves apart. If you can just touch on all of the add-ons that your franchisees can experience. Yes, from the, we really say it's the turnkey approach to franchising because we have such a strong vertical integration. We have Franchise Rocket, Powerhouse Call Solutions. Uh, the biggest one that we always talk about is Recruit Z, just because we, we have the ability to go out and hire the talent for you. That's typically the first thing anyone asks us on a phone call is, okay, great, like I know the labor market is terrible, what are you going to do for me? Well, we actually go out, we have a recruit Z and I'll actually have see if Kelly knows the award that our brand president for uh, recruit Z actually won. So we're not actually going out and just hiring no ones to run the business. They're actually well-oiled machines when they come in and, and they heighten that experience for every franchisee that comes in our, I guess, our stable of brands, regardless of whether you're a glass concept or everything else that we offer. Um, we also have, accounting for you so you don't have to go out and hire a bookkeeper or a controller because it's such a discrepancy in what you can do as an accounting personnel you don't have to do that you're not buying a job with us 
you're truly going to be working on the business and not in the business. So it allows you to scale it substantially quicker by having that, I guess, the, the vendor support in-house as opposed to having a third party. I think that it allows for cohesion too and accountability. It holds the franchisor accountable because they can't poke fingers and say, well, it's this person's fault or that person's fault. They're really held accountable to all of it because it's in-house. And then as a franchisee, if you're going to run a semi-absentee model, an executive model, then it really allows you to be that executive, like you said, and not be in the you know day-to-day the other thing, just a follow-up question on that, Jacob, the other thing that um, we get a lot of questions on, personnel is the biggest question by far. But the other piece is supply chain. And I think that's something that Horsepower does really well. So can you just add on and talk about that piece a little bit on how they're managing trucks and supply chain? Yep. So from a supply chain standpoint, we actually have Horsepower Brands Fleet built out so we're able to go out find the vehicles that you need so for a gatsby glass a sales vehicle and a truck is what you would have starting out we're able to go out as the franchisor and help you find that from day one um, internally kelly has done a great job of building building out uh, vendor support so when you think of glass you don't have the overhead with us because it's every job you're going to go into is typically a custom piece so we have basco who is a top five glass fabricator that it has over 28 regional facilities so they can actually get the glass to you. So from a supply chain standpoint, you're gonna get it substantially quicker than what you would with a local mom and pop shop where they're gonna have more of that local flair and that local partnership. Um, and there's a lot more like what you said with the accountability piece, when you're working with a large name brand vendor like that, they're gonna wanna make sure that you're taken care of as well. So we go out as a locally owned nationally backed horsepower brands to help foster that relationship from day one as well. I think that is incredible and a standout in and of itself. And a lot of times clients will ask us, well, why can't I just start this from scratch? But just to be able to have all those systems and support and integration and then the buying power and the attention of large suppliers, I mean, that's huge. So this is one of the newer brands, if you will, in the Horsepower portfolio. And Kelly, you've been with Horsepower for about a year now, and you've moved into the president's role. Congratulations again on that. Um, we're big. You're welcome. We're big into talking about mission, vision, values. Tell us more about what your mission is as you lead this brand, what your vision is for the future, and really what you're hoping to achieve. Well, the mission for this brand, from my perspective, is it's very simple. It's, it's very simple. It's just to deliver and install quality custom glass solutions to help a client fulfill their dream. Because we know that they've been dreaming about this. They've been pin, pinning. They've, been, they've got their dream boards on Instagram and or on Pinterest. And we're here to be the dream maker and fulfill that. And, and that's what we're all about. And we do that in so many ways with with. Uh, because we, we believe that we can inspire excellence and quality in developing that space that they will just love and they will not want to leave ever, correct? So we do that with the, the very much the, the unique propositions that we bring to the table uh, and doing that research back to what Sam was saying about the research that Horsepower does is we research what technology solutions would be available for our franchise owners to really be able to be heads and tails 
heads and shoulders above the competition in talking in terms of these solutions. And so we have a, a very strong technology component and virtual showroom component where we bring the dream ideas to the client in her home and help her really visualize her dream from the comfort of her own home instead of going to a showroom and, and having it be more of a static environment. So that, that kind of ties into where that mission comes into play. And then our focus is making sure that we are providing world-class customer experience from the time that they call in through the time that they're paying the final invoice and everywhere in between. That it's high-end, it's top-notch, they have comfort, they can trust that everything that we're doing and everything that they're dreaming about will come to fruition. And then back to the supply chain for just a moment, we do that because we have these wonderful partnerships that are in place with leaders in the industry, whether it's on the shower side and or the glass partitions, walls, floor treads, countertops, et cetera. We're working with top partners in the industry so that we are providing that dream solution for the client and then offering protective solutions so that they can maintain the integrity of the high quality of that project for, for lasting clarity and uh, for basically supporting and keeping the integrity of their investment that they're making in the project. So it's kind of a win-win there. You nailed it with Pinterest boards and visualization and all those things. You know, Brittany and I share a lot of stuff back and forth. Just we're business partners, but we're also best friends. And so we both have boards. Uh, I have a wine room on mine that happens to be glass completely. Brittany has a shower remodel that also is completely glass. And so we can help you with that. <laughs> I think that's so, it's so interesting just how dialed in to your ideal customer you truly are. So Jacob, as you think of those ideal customers for Gatsby, who's the ideal franchisee that's going to serve these clients? What does it look like and who's going to really fulfill this mission and vision out there across the United States? We really see them, obviously, as horsepower brands. They're the empire builders. They're people that are visionary is what I like to say. Everyone I've talked to that really loves Gatsby. They're very visual, whether it be from an engineering perspective, an accounting background. Um, we do have some that are from a construction background and they understand the, the pains that people have went through. Uh, but I'd say from everything, the biggest thing would be they're people that want to work for themselves. They're not someone that truly is. And I, I know I kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, but they're not looking to buy a job. So people that we want to, to bring in that fit under our umbrella are people that want to be successful. They don't, they know, Hey, I may not be good at marketing. I may not be good at sales, but you're going to help me find those integral pieces to be successful, whether I'm in an owner operator role um, or a semi absentee owner role. And before we hit record, I was talking to you about one of my clients um, who is in marketing and just saying like how impressed he is, even with your marketing, which, you know, salespeople as a salesperson, we're not always impressed with salespeople, right? In our day-to-day -day lives. Marketers, we, you know, do the same thing of, ah, I'm the greatest. I don't know about this. But I just am getting great, consistent feedback from all of my clients that are looking at this brand that they're just so impressed with some of the differentiators. So I'm glad that you highlighted it for us today on both the consumer side and the franchisee side. 
Um, we love to hear advice. It's it's kind of our thing. So I will start with you, Kelly. I'd love to hear the best piece of advice that you've ever received. The best piece of advice I ever received was in the the framework of franchising and as a business coach and helping to support franchise owners. And especially in developing the relationship at the very beginning of the process in recognizing people don't care how much you know. They don't care about that until they know how much you care. So having that compelling, not even story, but drive to understand them and their needs and their goals and their desire and, and having them understand how much I care about that then we can talk about what I can do for them. That's really great advice. What about you, Jacob? What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, I'd be lying if I didn't say it was a Zach Butler quote of support your local beef farmer, but I'd be <laughs> lying to you all. <laughs> I had to drop that in there just so you can enjoy the podcast. Um, the best advice I got was just jump. Um, I come from my background prior um, I moved 12 to 13 times growing up and in order to meet new people, in order to grow yourself as an individual, you have to take risks. We always say trust, but validate, but it's always jump at the end of the day, regardless of which direction that is. Um, you're the best one that can bet on yourself and no one cares more than you. So That is absolutely fantastic advice. I think, you know, as we talk to clients, a lot of the times we share that with them, which is it's never going to be 100%. If you are not staying up at night before making an investment like this, you haven't thought about it. You haven't thought about it all the way. If you're just ready to stroke a check and think that it's just going to be like the easiest thing you've ever done, we probably need to go back and reevaluate. So at the end of the day, you just have to trust yourself enough that you have to jump. And I, I really like that a lot. So we talked a lot about franchising, obviously. We've all spent some time in the industry, and it's just a really special place. So I would love, Kelly, to have you start. What's your personal compelling reason for being in and staying in the franchise industry? Oh, I love this industry. It, it's it's in my blood. It, it's What I love about it is, uh, Jacob alluded to the empire building. I love being a part of somebody who takes the leap of faith to make that investment and take the leap of faith in themselves as well as in the franchisor to then build their empire. And for me, it's also about understanding what their why is that is compelling them to make this decision. That's what I love most about this industry. It's the why is so interesting because there's so many different reasons. And just when I think I've heard it all, you hear another one and you're like, man, that is a great reason to do this. So, and all of them are great reasons. Yeah. As long as they're, as long as they're your own and it's going to be the continued driver, it, to me, it doesn't matter what it is. Well, I guess as long as it's integral, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I, I had to think back. I don't think I've had any have question, but I do think as long as you're following through for those reasons, the why is so vital in, in really just driving this process. So Jacob, what is your personal compelling reason for being in franchising? And don't say it's about the beef. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
My compelling reason is getting to know uh, every candidate that we have going through the process. Yes, we go through their why. We are the widget that gets you to your why, regardless of whether it's a return on time, a return on investment. But it's truly hearing everyone's story because I don't think I've talked to two people that have the exact same path, the exact same background. And it's like truly even, yes, we have the franchisees and creating those partnerships and the goals that we have long term, but it's also the ones that, you know, you're not batting a thousand. I don't think anyone is in the industry, but it's the relationships that you also create outside of, you know, becoming a franchisee. Um, I mean, look at Zach and Josh, for example. I mean, they met at Monster Tree Service and now they're franchisors at Horsepower Brands, creating one of the biggest empires in franchising. So it's just really creating those lasting relationships, you know, whether you are a franchisee or you are a candidate. That is really true. And I think that's one of the most fun things about franchise development is just all of the different people that you get to meet. And and like you said, whether they become franchisees of your system, of a different system, it's not the right time. They're not in the right headspace. They shouldn't be franchisees. Sometimes that does happen. We have to say, this isn't for you, friend. But it, it's still really cool to get to know folks and it really teaches you a lot about yourself and the business that you're in too. So you guys, thank you so much for joining us. I just think this is such a cool business. It's such a great company. And thank you for taking the time to chat with us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having us both on here. I know I appreciate your time. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm-hmm.